0: You make the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do with makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and Ethan's not here this week. But because you guys have asked on many an occasion, I actually brought back the most requested Ethan substitute co-host. And that is the one, the only Kit clever from Skilltree what's going on buddy?
1: Oh, what's going on so I am systematically working on just replacing Ethan in every part of his life you know eventually <laughs> he's going to come home and I'm going to be sitting in his chair um, eating his dinner. It's going to be great that's yeah my we have goal. to have
0: we have to have the rule is we have to have someone from New York and someone from Massachusetts on the show right. so we have the New York guy that's me for now mm-hmm. at least, and we have the Massachusetts guy, so that's all that really matters
2: you know I'm from I, Massachusetts. I think you have to be- so you are you? you? You could have left Kit home today. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! I, uh, my,
1: spot's oh, getting blown up here. We would need. We, we need the New Yorker. Unfortunately, he knows how to work all these <laughs> buttons and systems. And stuff.
0: <laughs> we would have had. We would have had three people without Kit. I didn't even think of that. It's not. I'm not used to having a married couple. Hey, you know what? Usually we usually we give a little bit of intro, but why not just bring them right in? We have the one and only Jamie and Jay, who I like to call. The King and Queen of Halloween, which is why the episode's called The King and Queen of Halloween, but Jamie and Jay from Wicked Makers, what's going on, guys? Hello, hey. hello. Thanks for having <gasps> us. So for those of you that um, for those of you that listen regularly, you might notice that I didn't greet Kit with the typical happy Monday, because it is not Monday. It is actually 10 o'clock Eastern time. I'm still <laughs> laughing about this. It's 10 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday. And I have to get the podcast out at five o'clock Eastern time on Wednesday. I am like freaking out. But it's so good to have you guys on a few days before probably your biggest day of the year. I mean, it's Halloween. I mean, I don't I there are a few makers I associate with Halloween. But you guys are like the king and queen. I mean, I think of Halloween. I think of Wicked Makers. And it's awesome to have you on in this particular week.
2: Yes, yeah, that that is uh right well there. for one uh king and queen of halloween that's that's very flattering. Thank you. I, I, don't <laughs> know, I don't know if I would uh I don't know if I would agree with that, but that's very nice so, of you to so say. I love it. Yeah, but Jamie loves it. Um yeah, th- this week is a great week for us. So yesterday was Jamie's birthday. Oh, uh, happy birthday. Too- happy Thank belated. you. Happy birthday, Jamie. Were you again? like
0: 27, 28. <laughs> <laughs> I know how this works, Jake. See, I know how it works. <laughs> nice, Don't nice worry. That, yeah, I like it. Uh, tomorrow
2: is our son's birthday. Which is fun. Oh wow! And then, of course, this coming weekend, Halloween. So yeah, this is a, a huge week for us uh, every year. Wow, yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's been a it's been an absolutely monstrous you know season for content. We did more videos this uh, Halloween season than we've ever mm. put out before. I noticed, which is super fun and and also almost killed us, but.
3: we survived we're done
0: (laughs) so do you like on november 1st you just sit there and go all right that's it we're good now (laughs) pretty much yeah
2: yeah. i mean a lot of people are asking for holiday videos this year Mm -hmm. and so so we're kind of like we don't usually do that we uh but i think we're gonna give it a shot this this season
0: you could do like a little bit yeah yeah you could do like twisted christmas
1: totally we're yeah, like just nightmare everything, every <laughs> <a little> nightmare <laughs> twist yeah, on basically. it. I
0: kind of
2: dig
1: that. That's
2: great, <laughs> right? Just yeah.
0: Rudolph, just sitting there with blood dripping from his mouth, and
2: <laughs> it's so funny because we didn't like set out to make a Halloween channel, mm-hmm. and we just like accidentally made a seasonal business and <laughs> seasonal channel, and uh, and and so we we still struggle with that. You know, we're trying, mm-hmm. like, we don't. We don't necessarily only want to make Halloween videos and that's not how we started. And some of our most popular videos to date on, on our YouTube channel are not Halloween focused still. And, uh, mm-hmm. but obviously the, the season, like you pointed out is, you know, kind of what we're generally, um, known for. So it's kind of a weird thing, you know, we're, we're we do want to branch out and we don't want to be kind of trapped in that niche forever,
1: but it's also oh, like our favorite thing. So
2: it's you know,
1: <laughs> right. given day. So. Question about your content with that. So, okay, you've got the seasonal thing rocking right here. How much of it are you kind of preloading, right? Are you, are you coming up with, with some of this ahead of time? Or are you just like, come October, man, I'm going to start pounding out this content and, and kind of really loading it into the the month that it lives in? Or is that too much behind the scenes? It's okay if we were too much behind the scenes on that one.
3: We generally we try, try and get the Halloween content started um, in August. So the, so people have August, September, October to start making things. Um, and generally, we found that that works pretty well. So that means we're starting to think about projects in July. And we really should actually start working on those projects in July. But <laughs> that's yet to be the case. <laughs> actually, we I mean, we really should be starting like all year working on them and banking them. But we don't. So we ended up, mm-hmm. you know, making them as, as we release them. Um, but yeah, July, Ju- or I mean, August is a really good month to start.
2: December's the biggest season for, uh, at least for YouTube for, for Halloween too, because all, all the people who are serious about making projects are, you know, they, they take a while to, to make a lot of these complex sure. props can take weeks yeah. to, to build, especially if you're doing it for the first time. So mm-hmm. a lot of people get started pretty early.
3: And then everyone wants to put their displays up October 1st, like October 1st, that's when everything goes up and your yard is done. So yeah, they're, they're working ahead of time.
0: Kinda, kind of dumb of me to have you on this close to Halloween, isn't it? Now that I'm thinking about, it, it's like, yeah, how now people are going to find your channel? Like, hey, you got four days to get this together.
1: No, now they <laughs> have all year.
2: Yes,
3: yeah. they have 365 five days to
0: get it yeah. done. Yeah. So, like, they're are a glass half full type of people, right there. They really are they? The really are. They are positive out. freaking people. I was I was flipping through my my YouTube subs. I was flipping through my YouTube subs a couple of months ago. And I hadn't seen you guys in a while. And I know you have, you know, you have kids and, you know, it's, I know your main focus has been Halloween and I see the DIY Halloween cat house and I'm like, oh crap, they're back. That's right. It's this time <laughs> of the year again. And I actually got really excited, but you guys were off for, you guys basically almost a whole year were off. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of weird to think about like, you know, you, I don't want to say I forgot, like I because I didn't really forget, but it's like, oh right, they haven't made a video in a little while. Oh, here's some videos. And then like every week it's another video. And they're just even even the the dollhouse makeover, which honestly is something I didn't think I'd be interested in, but I watched the way you guys did it and I was like, that came out really, really cool. Yeah, pretty cool. You you really are, I mean, I love when you guys are back because your projects just They kill over and over again. Last year was you finished the season with the dark portal, which I still tell people about like, you got to go see the way they did this. You got to go see the way they did. This This is one of the coolest things ever. And then, you know, you did, you did the chicken wire ghost this year and the giant spider. And it's like, man, I, I don't know how you come up with so many different ideas for something where let's be honest. Halloween has a lot of cliches and a lot of things that people kind of see over and over again. But for some reason, you're not like repeating the same idea. You're coming up with new and interesting ideas. I mean, is this just from a love of Halloween or is it, you know, just a hell of a lot of creativity that needs a place to go?
3: Well, there's, I'm, <clears throat> there's a lot of creativity, I think, in the whole Halloween community in general. So, um, you know, a lot of stuff we do is inspired by what we've seen other people do um you know i've seen really awesome mausoleums before and that inspired me to do the portal and put the projection in there um and you know i've seen some really really cool giant spiders so again inspired by you know (laughs) what the community has done um and yeah we i'm i think all year we're definitely thinking of new halloween ideas and new materials we can use and you know, how do we, you know, take this concept that looks, you know, really hard to do and simplify it and make it accessible for everyone to make?
2: That's what yeah. I really like is is that exact part. What you just said is taking something like the dark portal, which is, uh, I mean, that took us literally weeks to build, mm-hmm. and it, it's quite expensive. It's a lot of foam, and there's lights, and there's sure. LED, you know, there's LEDs, and there's all kinds of stuff going on there. And it would blow your mind how many people have made it this year. Uh, really? I mean, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people that's great all the trouble to to make it and we're so excited to do that and you know so what what i love doing is taking a project like the drinking skeleton is another great example of Mm -hmm. that where it's like it's not super simple you know like there's a lot going on there and trying to break that down into steps where people can look at it and say you know i can do that like that that's not that bad i think i could at least try it and and uh you know i really My biggest goal with the project is I want you to come away from the video feeling not just inspired, but feeling like you could do it right. And and feeling like if it is something you're interested in in building, I want you to come away from the video being like, man, you know, I don't really know how to do this, but I feel like I could try it and and have a pretty good shot at it.
0: It's it's interesting because you know because we're recording later than normal so what i normally do people that follow our instagram account you know there are posts that go up after the episode to promote the episode throughout the course of the week and one of the things in one of the posts that i said about the work that you guys do is that it's inspirational and accessible you never even one of the things i liked about the the drinking skeleton why i thought it was such a great project it's not just cuz it looks amazing It does. It looks fantastic. But it was watching you guys troubleshoot like the pump not quite pumping enough Mm -hmm. and how to position the bottle to get the the wine to go just right and how to, you know, going through that process. Because if I'm just building that, there's a pretty good chance that someone that just buys the parts and puts it together for the first time, it's just not going to work. And I know Ethan and I always talk about, you know, we love when people show their process and show the, the mistakes that are made in the beginning or the things that don't work and then how they fix them. You really did a great job on that particular video of just kind of, oh, all right, this is what we're going to need to do to make this one work. Oh, the pump wasn't strong enough. We need a better pump or, you know, how to position it or how you, I was wondering when I saw the thumbnail, am like, where the, where the hell's the hose? Like they're, they're, I knew there's a <laughs> hose. Like, and you, you hit it so well and it just came out perfect. It was great. Thanks. Um, yeah.
1: Um, but... oh, sorry, go excuse ahead. Excuse me. What was I going to... Yeah. No.
2: Uh, thank you. That that was...
1: <laughs> an awkward
2: pause. Wait, uh, oh, oh, no. I, I remember you... what I was going to say. Okay, go. All right.
3: Yeah.
1: All <laughs> stepping on each other's toes here.
3: So we, we you know... Part of that is we don't prototype really any of the stuff. Oh, that's interesting. Before okay. we do it, like if there's a mm. thing that that we're like really not sure will work, we may test it out. But a lot of the stuff that we're doing, we're doing it live. We're doing it in front of the camera, oh. and so all those mistakes and all of the you know the pump not working, like that just it just happened. <laughs>
0: Ah, that's interesting. So. You just yeah, so curious. all these projects, are you just jumping right in like this should work. Let's and we'll just film the whole thing. And if it doesn't, well, that's extra yeah. content now. Uh-huh. Yeah, that
1: that's so, it's I, almost exclusively the case. <laughs> wow. To that point, whenever like whenever I have when I first started like filming things or whatever, I try to make it perfect. I wanted to be able to explain it to people and not mess up on camera, but. On some of the ones where I first did show that, those are the ones that resonated the most. People love watching the process. And yeah, I mean, when I was watching you do the chicken wire ghost one, which I loved, I I wanted to do that one uh, this year. And when I saw you guys had done it, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Um, (laughs) But there was a point in which you were trying to uh, connect two pieces together and just you just hadn't cut the wires down far enough. And you, you were trying to like one of you was holding it. You're like, I need the. I need the thing. And you just couldn't like, get the words out. <laughs> I don't have the, you know, the things. But you two work together so well, like you knew you're like, oh, and you just start doing it. But like those little tiny human moments, they're fun to watch. Um, and, and it adds a lot to it because you've definitely been in that situation where you're like, I just, I need the thing. I need that. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, awesome. and the honest truth is that there's a lot of mistakes, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, partic- and uh, I think the not prototyping thing is a great point because... We do it typically for two reasons. One is that we don't have time to prototype things fully and uh you know based on you know just because it's a busy season. Uh, but also because it is fun, you know it part of that discovery for us is is just kind of like, hey, we got this idea, we think this is gonna work. We do tend to have a plan, but that plan usually is like seventy five percent at most. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's like we have a pretty good idea of how this is gonna work. You know, and and we we trust each other that, hey, if it doesn't work, we'll figure something out, you know, and and it'll probably be fun to watch. So (laughs) that's that's our typical process.
0: Seeing, your, seeing the varied amount, the varied skills that you've had over the years and the stuff that you've made and the, the different skills required, I'm very curious to know what each of your backgrounds are. And I have a feeling I'm going to hear something completely unrelated to making because that's always what happens when people come on and I'm really <laughs> impressed by their skill level. They're like, no, see, actually, um, I am a professional paper folder. That's what I do. I fold paper nine <laughs> to five. So what is your? what are your... What are your backgrounds?
3: Okay, so I've, I've done a lot of stuff. Um, but when oh I first got out, of, so I went to college for art. So I, ha- I do have an art background. Okay. And then straight out of college, I worked in the special effects industry for a couple of years. Um, so working on like, you know, practical effects like monster suits and makeup and things like that. So a lot of the stuff that I, you know, use was stuff I learned when I was in that industry. Um, and then after that, I moved into digital marketing, which is totally different. So I, I you know, went a different path, and I did that for like 15 years. And I worked at like DreamWorks Animation uh, for a large oh, wow. part of that. So still in you know a very artistic community, mm-hmm. um, you know, but doing you know marketing things, which has turned out to be really great for running a YouTube channel. Sure. Um, <laughs> wow. And, yeah. So then after DreamWorks, I was at Rooster Teeth for a while, which actually you know is a YouTuber. you're at rooster teeth uh-huh oh yeah, wow for a couple of years um doing all of wow. the, their content marketing Let this
0: see. is this is amazing i knew none of this this isn't a uh, cool. wow the
1: pedigree especially for for uh what you're doing now like that's that's a yeah.
0: little storm
3: it was, it's there. the perfect it's it was the perfect background <laughs> for having a youtube channel really about is. making stuff yeah
0: The practical effects background actually now is start. It's like yeah, of course, like of course, it makes perfect sense. You start, it's it's see, it's so weird. Like you said, practical. You you said practical effects, and my brain instantly went, of course, of course, she has a background in practical effects because that's you know that's the prop making, that's the detail work, that's you know when (laughs) I love you do. I like watching you do your makeup. And I'm like, there's there's no way she's never done this before. Like it's just (laughs) not it's not something, it's not something you just do well, like once or twice. Like you gotta have some experience doing, especially I know that I know some makeup people and they'll always tell you, like, doing your own makeup is always the hardest. So
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: But it's it's kind of cool. Like, so you are basically embracing your your multiple backgrounds all in one place doing one thing that's that's impressive
3: Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's perfect it's so much fun
0: (laughs) and jay what's your what's your um your background i hate following that that's (laughs) right Right, you gotta go first it's like double dutch you gotta jump
2: in there before she does well i worked at dreamworks
0: for 12 years (laughs) 12 years in one day yeah exactly uh
2: yeah so so I, i actually have a very similar background but with sort of a different i don't know array of of skills which um so so uh i went to animation school and uh but prior to going to animation school you know i was i was that I was that kid. I started working at 14 and I've had probably like 50 different jobs. So I've done hmm. a lot of different stuff. But when I started to get serious, I taught gymnastics for, for about 10 years. And uh, from gymnastics, I, I ended up going to animation school, which is kind of a weird leap, but... Uh, if you know anything about animation and the body mechanics oh, yeah. knowledge required, there's actually a lot of overlap there because mm-hmm. uh, I was heavy into martial arts and gymnastics. And then when I got into animation, I kind of realized like, hey, I understand like weight shifting and balance and posing and all this kind of stuff. So it uh, it helped a lot and um, kind of gravitated that way. Uh, I also had done a lot of software engineering and um, like kind of scripting and and just learning how to write websites and and code and, you know. That kind of just kind of a technical background, and then I learned uh so I started working in games doing animation uh, about fifteen years ago a long time ago. oh wow uh, and I was animating for a while, but then I realized that there was this huge need in the animation industry for uh, what are now called technical animators or technical artists is a, is a pretty mm-hmm. common title and it's essentially somebody who understands the art very well but also is very uh technical and can do things like scripting and character rigging and things like that. It's kind of a left brain meets right brain kind of job, and uh, and and that was kind of perfect for me. So I ended up in that type of role, which is a lot of it's a, it's a lot of art meets tech. And uh, so you know, I was doing things like um, rigging three D characters and understanding, like you know, still needing to to work through all the art stuff for for the, you know video game animations and film animations and things, but kind of know on the technical side how they all worked. Uh, so fast forward, um, I'm now at a company, I'm a VP of product at a company that makes motion capture and facial animation software. Oh, cool. And, uh, so we do a ton of like video based, um, mocap and and AR and and VR related stuff. Um, which kind of like got me into this place where I was making, we're making products, but I'm not making art myself, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, I'm the guy who writes a lot of emails now in my um, right at, that, at that point of the job. So uh, I ended up kind of like gravitating back towards making things. And then um, Jamie and I kind of we actually got inspired by at her time at Rooster Teeth, kind of meeting all these content creators and kind of learning that you know YouTube channels were a thing. And uh, I literally remember the day when I was watching Bob Claggett make a video. It was his video. Uh, I like to make stuff's video about automating your dust collector. This uh, ah, video where he uses Arduinos yep. to, uh, to, to basically, you know, he, pr- he custom programs all this like stuff in his wood shop so that when he turns on a particular tool, you know, all the blast gates open and the dust collector turns on. And, and I had this light bulb moment where I was like, I could do woodworking and tech at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know, and it like literally blew my mind and changed my trajectory in life. Like seeing that video, uh, And that was when we kind of went down this rabbit hole of starting to figure all this stuff out. So
0: yeah, you, you, it's, it was, it, it kind of makes sense that at least one of you, if not both of you had some kind of strong tech background because there are tech reappears a lot in your, in your videos over the, over the years that you've been doing this and, you know, the practical effects stuff appears and the woodworking skills appears, the prop making appears like. I, I, it's, it's amazing because I, I, I feel like you guys have been around forever and you, there's only about, I don't know, was about 35, 40 videos on your channel. And it's like, wow, there's so much variation in those 40 videos. Like if you're not, if you're not into watching them work with foam, wait a week, they'll be working with chicken wire. like be, <laughs> And it's just, it's, it's, it's incredible. Like the, you must be so happy doing this because you get to. You get to flex a whole bunch of different skills, even, even just, you know, you don't get stuck in a rut. You, 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 you compress a lot into basically two to three months of content. But while you're doing that, you're doing, you know, I love last year you guys did the foam tombstones and I just loved the way you did those. I loved the way they looked. I loved everything about them because I like, and I also liked how you treated them to make them actually look like stone. And I'd seen a lot of people do similar foam tombstones and wood tombstones and they, they look okay. But, you know, there was that you did the runny dirt thing on them and it's just like, yeah, this is this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is what I want to see. I want to learn how to do that part of it. Like the, the, the bulk of it makes sense to a lot of people, but it's the little details that you guys put in every project where it's like, oh, that's what elevates theirs. They do a little extra, just a little bit extra on each one.
1: Well, to that point, like I was watching, I'm I'm a big old D and D nerd, and I was watching hmm. your, um, you know, 3D printing your your uh, mini your dungeons. I love that stuff. Uh, but <laughs> the details you have in it are great. I was actually I had clicked on that um, way long ago uh, before before I even kind of really knew who you guys were. Um, I was looking at that before the world, you know, went absolutely nuts. Um but <laughs> I I play a lot of D&D online, but I really want to have the experience of playing with minis and that whole thing. Uh so yeah, I, uh, your your video was definitely an inspiration to me. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to do this thing." Is it is it
2: weird that the thing
1: I miss about in-person D&D the most is the minis? <laughs> <laughs> so for the very first time during during the whole covid thing for the first time I bought minis that I know I wasn't going to use just so I could paint them and I made it an episode because like you know everything can be content and I need I want to do a thing that I want to do but I also have very limited time so I'm like I'm going to make a show about painting minis so I can paint minis. Um I love them. I think they're great so cool <laughs> it's it, so much fun and that's like really apps and all that stuff
0: yeah that's interesting you said that everything is content because i'm just going to tell you a struggle that i'm having i'm going to share i'm going to get on the couch here and share my struggles <laughs> um so i just started posting on my youtube channel again my youtube channel pretty much has come and gone many times over the years and essentially for a little while it was just a video version of this show which nobody was really watching. Everybody gets it from the feed. Like normal people get podcasts. Um, So (laughs) one day I just decided, you know what? I'm just going to start making videos again. And I'm going to actually put video content up on my channel. And now what I've found (laughs) is that I have so many ideas for projects. And it's like, I want to do that. Like I used to just sit down and just do something. Now it's like, I should really put a camera on this <laughs> <I should. laughs> and it's, I feel like I almost feel like, and I don't know. I mean, you guys are way more successful at this than I am. I'm totally not even pretending to be on your level, but I imagine it would be amplified by being a bigger channel where you're like, you really need to do it. And if you know, you're monetized and all that, I feel like that almost hinders me from doing stuff because it's like, ah, oh, if I do that, then I got to take out the camera and I got to set it all up. Like do you, do you guys feel, and, uh, you know, this is for Kit, Jamie, and Jay, do you guys feel like, you know, if you're if you're going to do something, you're wasting it by not making it into content?
3: Definitely. We definitely feel like that a lot.
0: Interesting. Um, okay, so that doesn't go away with what you're saying. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, there's, you know,
3: there's small projects we wanted to do um, that we, you know, haven't because I don't, I don't want to film it i want to get dressed and you know put makeup on one of the
0: things they loved about being on this show tonight was that there is no video on this like all right yeah, 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 yeah as i always Absolutely. call it to all the guests coming on it's a no pants podcast let's have fun yeah.
3: <laughs> and then on, on the same time there's been some like complicated projects we want to do that like you know jay wants to build this whole computer thing but it's like, do we? How do we make a video out of that? Do we do like five sure. parts, or do we, you know, yeah, try yeah. and compress this whole complicated thing into like ten minutes? And and then we just end up not doing it because we can't really, <laughs> we're not sure how to make a video out of it.
0: Five minutes after that discussion, you're at IKEA buying something, and you're like, "What even happened? We were going to yeah. make this. Why are we buying I, this?" I will add that
2: for your mental health, like trying to get away from that is, is really a good idea, right? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if this is just an us thing or if it's an everybody thing, but like, that's really stifling that feeling of being like, Oh, I can't make the thing I want to make because I got to make a video about it. Right. And then, and then that video has to be done in a particular way where you might make different creative choices because it's better for, for the video or whatever that might be. And then, you know, that part of you that just wants to get in the shop and like, make something is it it can change it you know and and for a long time we like jamie said we'd be apprehensive and then we just get frustrated and not do anything and i think uh i I don't say we're fully there yet but i but i do feel like it's easier now for me to just be like no i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go do this thing and it's okay if it's not a video Mm -hmm. or whatever and and it does still feel like oh man this would have been such a cool thing but I just like for my own self. I need to get in the shop and just make stuff.
0: And be you creative, you know. Yeah, for it's sure. interesting because there's a lot of talk. It's it's interesting that you said that because there's there's a lot of talk, particularly in. Well, it's getting to a point where there's a lot of talk. I should say because for a while it was just kind of hinted at, but never really spoken about. But mental health in regards to being a maker, and in regards to being a maker who's also a content creator, and it's interesting to hear that that's something that you consciously do just to keep your, to keep your, you know, emotional stability to just go, yeah, I'm going to just go down to the shop and I'm not going to film this. I'm just going to make some things. I mean, I, I wonder, is that partially do like, do you, cause now you guys are associated with Halloween. That's, you know, certain people just keep associating you with Halloween. I'm not going to name names like me, but if, (laughs) if, if, you know, Part does of the it, problem. I'm no, just kidding. Well, no, that's true, and that's what I was gonna. So, like, does it ever hit you, like, well, you know what, this isn't a Halloween thing. I don't have to really film this. Like, has your brand become kind of like, um, I don't know, I don't want to say like um, a creative crutch, but has it become a thing where you can go, you can lean on, it and go, I don't have to film this because it's not Halloween related, or. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Okay. I, I was trying to think of the best way to ask that and not sound like a jerk, but it was just something I was thinking about because you do have a, you know, you do have a tie in that you well, work There's less with.
1: pressure. Yeah. If there's a thing you want to yeah. work on and it's not Halloween well, content, you don't I, feel I would it say there. like
2: even like a layer higher than that is like, as a content creator, you're in this constant state of like trying to think about what to make next and what to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're, you're I guess you could call it your content strategy. Right. And, and for us, Mm -hmm. like we don't only want to make Halloween things, you know, but, but the reality is that it does very well and people Mm -hmm. enjoy it and expect it. And that is, you know, for better, for worse, that's, that's what we're mainly associated with now. And uh, so there are definitely times where you're like, well, I really want to make a computer desk or some crazy tech thing or something that has virtually nothing to do with holidays or decor (laughs) or props. Uh, You know, do we, do we make a video? You know, do we just say the heck with it? Let's, let's make the best video we can and have some fun and not worry about it. Uh, or do we stick to the brand and try to try to make sure it's on brand? And I think if you, you know, if you went and ask a, you know, a YouTube expert or whatever, they're going to tell you every time to oh yeah not have this variety and not do, you know, try to stick, try to drill down in your oh, niches. Oh, you niche know. down, niche yeah, down. Everybody exactly. should niche That's down. That's
1: the thing though that I really like about your channel. and the kind of YouTube nerd out. Like, yeah, you, you definitely get that constant advice like I've had people come to the channel just to help us you know build it or whatever and there is that you know so my channel we do a lot of different stuff like that's the purpose of the channel is you learn to do a little bit of everything but YouTube hates that they mm-hmm. want you to niche down right um, so the algorithm just doesn't know where to stick you whereas and the, the kind of advice I got was to do exactly what you're doing like start with your niche and then you can start to build out and branch out. Like now you're saying, maybe we'll do some other holiday stuff. Like that just grows it just a little bit more. And then right. sooner or later, like you've grown it enough where you're like, now we're just going to do whatever we want to do because we can. And you're, you're growing so fast. Like you're, you know, at what? Two, 222. Um, yeah. 222. 20, yeah. mm-hmm. Like you, yeah, you, you basically like, bought yourself the audience already to be able to just start branching out as you please like once you reach a certain size you can just start doing what you want because people like you they're here for you not so much the projects um you know uh, jumping into it there's some i think it was brought up earlier too like projects that you normally wouldn't even be interested in but you two are so interesting and you're fun to watch together yes that the project is almost secondary at that point it's just fun to watch you guys figure stuff out um, so like, you're in a really cool position with that. I love your channel for that. That's awesome.
3: That's yeah. awesome. That's really great to hear. Cause it's definitely been one of our goals is to, you know, expand beyond just the teaching and, and to be more of that personality and, and yeah, have the freedom to make what we want. Um, not just be limited nice. to the Halloween yeah I it's that in spades right
1: yeah. as i watch it just like, i like them I so. like i just it's <laughs> like, cool yeah no for yeah. sure you guys have great you know your chemistry you're awesome on camera you're funny to watch it's fun to watch you figure stuff out because you're both super artistic um yeah i mean the, the whole premise like the way it started off is so niche down that like come this time of year, it's almost, I don't want to compare you to like a spirit Halloween, but when it opens up, I'm super excited. I don't buy anything in it. I'm just super excited that it's there. Cause I love that. Season, junk. Yeah. yeah. You're part of the season yeah. at this point. Um, so you've got, you were able to niche down and make that such a hard hit that you're big enough now. And you're, you're known enough and people like you that, I think you can just do whatever you want at this point.
4: Well, uh, oh, that's
2: cool to hear. Great. And I, I appreciate yeah. you saying that and, and it is, it has definitely been a source of like anxiety for us. Right. Cause as, as creators mm-hmm. and, uh, and just as artists in general, uh, even though, sure. I don't, I don't know. No, I, I don't know if I call I myself wish. an artist. But, uh, yeah. For, for, for uh, myself, cre- like I create. created, no, no. uh, yeah. I mean, just, just like, like I said, there's a lot of like that kind of get out of your own head kind of stuff with YouTube and, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it, for it's sure. just nice to get a, get a gut check every once in a while. Like you brought up earlier, Vincent, the fact that we took nine months off and, Yep, we uh, it's because we had a a, our our daughter was born last year and Mm -hmm. um, congrats. You know, uh, thank you very much. Uh, We're not full time creators. Um, We you know, I'm still working full time at at my company and uh, and uh, Jamie's home, you know, being awesome with our with our two toddlers. And we were kind of just like, hey, you know, we want to take this time to be with our kids and we don't want to worry about YouTube right now. Full stop. And we just took a break. So this summer we're like, okay, we're going to come back to not like you know, crickets, we're going to release a video and kind of nothing's going to happen. We're going to have to start over, Crush rebuild it. all the momentum. And then it was just like, boom, like it was like we never left. <laughs> and uh, we're like, oh, OK, this is it was like a huge confidence boost. Yeah, it
4: we're was like- super motivating.
1: <laughs> and again, that yeah. just shows the popularity you have because
0: YouTube is not like that. Yeah, and you <laughs> yeah. came back. You came back with such a yeah. smart video, too. It was a, a it was a Halloween related video. With a cat. And it's like, I mean. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, you, I know. Like a perfect the, internet storm. Exactly. You've hit <laughs> the proper demographics in like one video. Just, ah, okay, we're coming back, and back. Next thing we're going to do, like, we're going to do like resin automobiles. And it's like, oh, all right. There's 6 million views. You know, it's it's, it's interesting that, you know, yeah, you, you, you were gone for nine months and you came back. It's like, oh, oh, right. They weren't. I, I don't want to say I didn't notice you were gone, but it's like when you guys pop back into my feed, it's like, all oh, right, it's that time of the year again. All right, cool. We're, we're getting to Halloween and okay. you start checking your calendar. It's like, oh yeah, Jamie and Jerry are making videos again. Here we go. <laughs> I actually found you. Good I, I'll, let me give you an idea how long I've been watching your videos. I scrolled through your feed and I found the first video I watched from you. It was the DIY longboard. That's how long I've been watching okay. your channel. And it's, it's kind of weird to watch someone for so long. Like it's, you know, most people, you you lose interest over time. You don't watch them for that long. I can imagine, though, you know, especially with 222,000 subs, you know, your your fear of, you know, you you dropped the portal video, you know, 11 months ago. And then you go, all right, we're going to take some time off and we're going to come back to it. And like you said, you figure it's not going to be there. And then it is. You have to be sustaining quite a bunch of people like there must be people that go yeah they're not here now but they're going to be back like they you you've built that relationship with your audience where they kind of just expect you to come back at some point
3: yeah i think i think most of our audience we did sustain over that nine mm-hmm. months right we didn't we didn't drop any right jay
2: yeah well i mean there's I mean, always
3: i mean there's a like, you know back. there's well, you lose a few i like, mean yeah
2: i think you no, know it's funny i grew up in a beach town that was like very seasonal and uh, mm-hmm. so a lot of the businesses like literally close for nine months out of the year. And uh, and I had this like epiphany where I'm like, oh, OK, like people don't just forget that our town isn't, is here, you know, like they're, they're 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 ready for it and everybody comes back and there are there are a lot of businesses that that operate that way. And, and I had never really likened it to 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 a YouTube channel before, particularly because as you said, Kit, YouTube hates that <laughs> and yeah. um, it, it's not really built for that type of behavior typically. Uh, Mm -hmm. but, but that's pretty much what happened. Like everybody just kind of came out of the woodwork and kind of like you said, like, Oh, it's that time of year, like time to, time to watch these videos again.
0: Exactly. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And that's, that's kind of, you guys like, yeah, even if you do end up and, you know, I don't, I think you could do more. I think you could do more and I think people would watch them and I don't think it would hurt your brand at all. But I also think that like when you come back, it's like there's almost a little bit of excitement. It's like, oh, we have them back for a few weeks. This is going to be awesome. What crazy crap are they going to do this year now? It's like, (laughs) oh, they topped last year. Okay. We go out with a bang and then we wait. And then, oh, they're back. Oh, they're not making videos again. And oh, they're back. Yay. It's like a little treat. It's like a surprise, you know? It's like when you- So then that could be that kind
1: of fun like when you do expand though like there's that theory of, yeah. of content where you have the, the tent pole stuff right mm-hmm. which is like your big things and then you have you know the 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 stuff that's for your your hub things that bring people in and, and your help articles or whatever. Um, but like having Halloween just be your tent pole. So even when you're making other stuff throughout the year, people know like come Halloween you guys are gonna do something off the wall. Um, yeah. You know yeah, that, that still is your yeah, thing.
2: A lot of right? sense. Yeah it's, and, and I will say too that we are trying to make more content this year i mean look, oh, last year was it last year was exceptional like we've never literally taken nine months off we've, we've always at least tried to pepper in a few throughout the year but that was the first time we straight up didn't do anything for for that long and uh but it is our intent this year to try to do more and and uh because i i think the the confidence that we got from being able to come back and like i said kind of see that the audience is there and and just generally like trying to be uh I, don't know, I guess a bit more real with what we want to do and and kind of how we want to see the channel grow um has has inspired us to <laughs> to, to like you said branch out and we're going to try some new holiday stuff this year and then probably come come the new year we'll you know we'll, we'll start experimenting a little bit with some some other projects we've been thinking about so i am i am hoping you know knock on wood that we'll be able to get out quite a few more videos this year than than we have in the past
0: i think i think i i honestly think you know The way you guys work together, the the creativity involved in the projects, I actually think that when you're not constrained by you know the 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 eight week crunch or the twelve week crunch right before a holiday, I, I I'm kind of excited to see the kind of stuff you guys start putting out. Like I really am. Like even if it's, I mean, there are people I watch that you know I get you get a video every six weeks maybe. And I stay subscribed because it's like every six weeks, it's like a prize, right? It's like when you take your winter coat out for the first time in the <laughs> fall yeah. and you reach in the pocket and there's a twenty dollar bill and it's like, all right, you know, yeah, it's that's, that's that's <laughs> that's kind of what it's like, you know. Oh look, here's Jamie and Jay and it's May. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, all right, let's do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. But the, so is there are there things that are there things that you like Are there any, like, because one of the things I'm thinking, like, over the course of those, the time that you start to the time you get to the Halloween, you know, the holiday, there must be things that are just gigantic that you would not be able to do that plus other projects. So I imagine one of the things that you could probably have going for you now is the ability to make gigantic projects, you know stuff that's you know mind blowing even if it you know it takes 2 months so what it takes 2 months but look what we freaking made this thing is awesome or is it going to be like more like you know smaller type things or I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I'm thinking out Like, I, I'm just imagining you guys with unlimited time and no time constraints and your creativity, and it's just like I, I can imagine only that. imagine what they're going to do. they yeah, unlimited time. How does
1: anybody get on that one? I want to be on that one
2: too.
0: Well,
1: yeah. You,
2: con- no, comparatively, I you mean, I, yeah. I. I totally right, know what yeah. you mean. I don't know that we've thought about it that much, really. Uh, no,
3: we need to, but we have not. Yeah,
2: we've probably thought about it more than you have, to be honest. with you <laughs> I think that's a really interesting idea, though, Like, because we yeah, I think I think even if, you know, we hypothetically went full time or, or we're doing this a lot more than we are now, mm-hmm. I don't know that we would do like weekly videos or that's really not our, our thing. You know, I think we'd be like Mark Rober's a huge inspiration where he he uh, not only is he doing monthly videos, but a lot of his videos he's been working on for two years before they yep. release, you know, they're, yep. they're they're huge, epic things. And uh, that sort of stuff inspires me a lot. Um, But also going in the shop and like whipping some weird thing together is sometimes just as cool. So yeah, I don't, I don't know that all
0: of them would be like that, but sure. Yeah. It'll
3: probably be a mix. Yeah. (laughs) Projects and you know, big epic things.
0: And that's the beauty of it. I mean, you could, you could take all the best stuff, all the best stuff and just go, yep. I think this month we're just going to carve some wood. And then next month I'm going to make a robot that lifts up the house. So the car can park (laughs) without opening the garage door, you know, Mm. like It's just I love stuff like that. I love the idea. One of the things that makes your channel great, and you know, it's the same thing, you know, with a channel like Bob's or you know, a lot a couple of other channels, is that you're not even though even though there are certain creative constraints, you're still doing a bunch of different stuff. Like there's electronics, there's woodworking, there's prop making, there's spray foam, there is you know learning how to do a a wash on a piece of plastic to age it, you know, programming Arduino, you know, it's, that's the kind of thing that, you know, we were talking, we were talking a few minutes ago about niching down, right? In a way you're, that's the exact opposite of niching down. You have literally just gone the complete other direction. And yet this is why I hate when people talk about niching down, because I think there's something to it, but I also think that everyone is so obsessed with it that they are only, you know, their cat channel is about this one kind of Siamese cat and they will never make anything else because they were told that they have to niche down. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, and I feel like that's almost, I don't know, limiting in a weird way where oh, for it's, sure. it's hugely it, limiting. Yeah. 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 And it's, it doesn't need to be, I mean, I, I get, there are certain benefits to doing it that way. You know, you're, you're, micro-targeting an audience, right? Well, I,
2: I think it depends a lot on on what you're trying to build, what you're doing with mm-hmm. your channel and what your expectations are for that channel, right? If you mm-hmm. you know, if it's your job and you depend on, you know, a certain amount of views and, you know, engagement on every video, then it can be very risky to put out yeah. strange content. You know, and, and there's True. there's plenty of creators who uh have trouble with that risk. And I yeah. totally get it. You know, like we were talking about earlier, it's it's like this, it's a very weird place to be in where you feel like you have to do a particular thing a certain way because you know that that's what the audience expects or that's what's on brand or whatever it is but yeah I mean it it can it can feel very stifling and I think you have to take active steps to uh if that's what you want your channel to be like like I get a lot of inspiration from like the king of random you know Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. a really cool channel that kind of has demonstrated that you can do random stuff and uh and, and I think like with a channel like that or like the Modern Rogue comes to mind.
0: Modern Rogue is another good one. That's those, a very good choice. Those two toast. are like
1: the direct inspiration for my channel. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, just, and your channel I binge just like those two yeah, totally. for exactly that. Yep. Yeah, I love those. And, and
2: you know, yeah. they... But what happens is you end up with this segmented audience, right? So you might have... Sure. Let's say you have 100,000 yeah. subscribers. Well, like you might have like chunks of like 5% of that audience interested in any given topic that you're doing. Exactly, right? so, yeah. So you put out a video about Arduinos and there's only maybe 5,000 of that 100,000 care at all about Arduinos, you know, so you, yep. you kind of end up like splitting it and which at a certain point, you know, that, that can start to work out, but it's just, like you said earlier, like YouTube hates that kind of thing. And you kind of have yeah, to like does. fight through the mud a little bit to, to make it work. But, uh, yeah, but you know, as creators, we just want to do random stuff. And so that's kind of what we're ultimately trying to get, get to.
0: Well, this reminds me of th- this this whole discussion. I'm, I'm finding this fascinating because I love talking about this stuff. But I I remember when when Evan and Caitlin switched from doing project 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 to we're just going to do what's interesting, and we're going to hope that people like us enough to stick around. And I think that the one thing that the niche down people don't account for is that sometimes people just like the people on camera. For like sure. there, there's there's a connection that's there, like. I mean, Kit. I love your projects, bro. But I like you, like as a person. I actually One. like you. You Say that to all
1: the creators.
0: I mean, <laughs> more than a few. But um, no, but it's true. Like I felt like I was watching your videos long before I ever said two words to you, and I'm like, this dude's just freaking awesome. Like uh, he's got great hair. He makes really cool stuff. Like it's awesome. This guys, I do great.
1: spend most of my time on the hair. It's I mean,
0: <laughs> it's it's obvious you do, and you, your your efforts. That's the real are, project. I, kid, I, it's I'm, working.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretending that I'm doing the the project that's on the camera, but it's really just to showcase my hair.
0: Um, it's it's a three hour project with six hours of hair and makeup. We know how it goes. That's why there's
2: constantly a fan blowing for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the real Fabio thing going on. <laughs> it's, it's a,
0: but it's but amazing. Yeah, it dated me right but it's true though like i watch your stuff i love your projects i've always loved your projects but i i i watch it because i like your enthusiasm and your energy and it was really funny and this is you know you talk about niching down but you know you have a you have an on-camera persona we talked about this when you were a guest the first time you have an on-camera persona that's just very bright and i love what you said when you were on the first time you said that you know, you have to amplify your personality for the camera because the camera picks up about half of it. So you have to (laughs) amp it up like 15 times what it would normally be to get any measurable increase in your overall camera presence. And it's like you can see that you figured that out because your earlier videos, Beth and I literally a couple of nights ago, I was flipping through YouTube and it was an old Kit Clever video. And I'm like... Huh. Let's see that how he's like improved. Sleepy, right? And dude, so this is the delivery, the delivery was so deadpan. You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm. and you were you look you looked Just like dead a shark eyes at the yeah, camera. Yeah. She's got dolls eyes. But you were staring, yeah. you were staring at the camera like it was gonna kill you. Like you were it was yeah. I hate to say it. I, I'm not trying to insult you. But it almost looked like a hostage video. Like you were, it's true. I was waiting <laughs> no. for you to hold up the newspaper
1: so we knew what day you did the video. So and I had spent a lot of time behind a camera. Like I did mm-hmm. videography for other people and stuff. Um so for me, in front of the camera was just the scariest place I could be. <laughs> but I always wanted to do it. So you're what you're seeing there is genuine human fear. <laughs> that is fear in my eyes.
0: And it's kind of proof, it's kind of proof though that you know, with 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 practice, your on-camera presence comes around. But I think what I love about it is I started watching you probably, it's really weird, but a couple of weeks before you were on Makers Figuring It Out, which is it's so weird that I found your videos and then Jacob and Steven had you on. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like, that's bizarre. Like, that's just the craziest thing that's ever. That's the algorithm, baby. Yeah, it really it is. Insane. Like, the algorithm read my freaking mind. Uh-huh. But I loved, I loved watching, I loved watching. you know, even since then, you know, your set's gotten better. Your lights have gotten better. Your presence on camera is more, I'm kit, you know? And it's, it's wonderful. It's such a good, I don't know, it's such a good on-camera personality. And Jamie and Jay, you guys are the same way. One thing I noticed, and there are never, there's almost never a frame ever in one of your videos where you're not smiling, and that comes across like you're enjoying what you're doing. You're you're giving off a positive vibe. It it reads well on camera. It, it it's warm, right? You're yeah. you're doing all this creepy stuff with like fake blood and skeletons <laughs> and daggers and tombstones, and there's the Jamie with family. a giant <laughs> smile on her face and it's like I love these guys like they're just so happy yeah. to be there
3: yeah wholesome, wholesome Halloween yeah.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: our brand
2: uh, sure. that's what <laughs> I
3: was...
1: talking it's... about earlier too it's your, it is definitely your chemistry for sure Yeah, um,
3: it definitely awesome. took a few like at least for me a, I'd say like two years to really feel comfortable in front of the camera those mm-hmm. first videos that we made like we would do so many takes everything was rehearsed and then our vo we did we would do that up in the office at night and like Mm -hmm. quietly talk because our our son was asleep in the next room and there was no energy at all there
2: yeah we were literally trying to like keep our voices down to not wake up our baby (laughs) so the VO was like okay guys now we're gonna now we're gonna gonna do this thing right (laughs) (laughs) asmr making
1: Oh, that was
3: really funny, wasn't it, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> it was such a
1: weird
2: thing.
0: I, awesome. yeah, it just I, takes a lot of practice. It does. Yeah, I cringe totally looking
3: does. back at our first videos, so though. It's like, ooh. But
0: isn't isn't it great to have that record though? Like it really I mean, that's is.
3: so I I love
0: I love listening to I love listening to older episodes of this podcast, you know, because I mean we're a hundred we're 121 episodes into this show now. So If anything's going to happen, it's happening, right? If it it, it (laughs) didn't happen by now, it's not going to. But I go back and I listen to those first, like, the pre-Ethan episodes. It was just me and a guest. And it was so – like, it was good. I'm not going to say it was bad, but it's just so different. Like, the vibe is different. Like, I can feel my conversations were a little more stilted, even though I – they're they're genuinely just kind of flowy conversations, but I love being able to go back and go. Anytime I feel like things haven't gotten better or the flow of a conversation hasn't gotten better, I can go back and listen to the older episodes and go, "Yeah, no, you, they are," <laughs> you know. It's, <laughs> and it's kind of I forgot who I was talking to, and I know the person I was talking to about this listens to the podcast, and I'm really sorry I'm forgetting who I had this conversation with, but we just had this conversation like a couple of days ago where I was like, isn't it great that your old stuff is still around? Cause it's kind of a record of how much better you've gotten at what you're doing. And it's just such a good feeling to see that progress. Even, even if it's a little awkward or uncomfortable or, you know, you get those weird goosebumps that crawl up your arm. It's, it's nice. It's yeah. nice to be able to see that progress.
1: I totally agree uh, yeah. It's going to be especially cool for you guys, too, because, you you know, your kids feature in some of them. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's awesome. Like years from now, you're going to have this kind of little record of, mm-hmm. you know, just this little snapshot of your family. That's neat. So,
0: do you that's this is so I've had we've had people you know, we've had people with kids on and, um, you know, do you wonder how your kids, once they understand what's going on and what mom and dad are doing? how do you do you ever wonder like gee i hope i wonder how they're going to react like are they going to be okay with this like has that ever crossed your mind or you know, like you don't want to do anything that might embarrass them or anything or
2: I, i've never thought about it like that we're embarrassing them i've thought about it a lot like it's kind of a weird thing to put your family on the internet mm-hmm. and uh especially when we have a channel that's you know a lot of people are watching it and You've got a lot of people looking at video of our baby like that's very weird
3: <laughs> but, yeah. but also
2: it's and and it, obviously that's not like why we we do it or anything but it's uh you know it it does it does it's part of our process you know and and we we love that we get to be home with our kids and work on this stuff and do these things together and like you said i do really look forward to the future looking back and being able to to share those memories with our you know when our son's like 20 years old and i don't know brings brings a a girl home or whatever. Be like, hey, look, look at Cullen when he was two years old climbing this pickler truck. You know, like stuff like I can't wait for stuff like that. I'm really so looking to embarrass him. I can't wait going. to you're, embarrass you're him and, and just have it. fun. <laughs> But, but, but no. it's also a little Just a little weird You know Like uh, Well yeah Putting it all out there
0: I mean it's so the it's- modern day baby al- I mean when I was dating When I was dating Every Every girl I dated That I brought home My parents would bring out My baby album Like I'm like Why do you do this With every Why do they have to see this Why And everyone And everyone And it's just There's also so, yeah.
2: the, the the side of it though Where he can go to school And be
1: like I'm on YouTube You know <laughs> For sure <laughs> yeah. So that, that'll be good for him
2: He's Yeah and I'm not playing
0: Fortnite <laughs>
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those. It is and it isn't like I I feel like as we we go further kind of into the future and all that, um, most of our lives are on the Internet. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even even people who kind of weren't born into it right now are posting just everything on Facebook and everything they're thinking. and, And, you know, at a certain point, online kind of is the diary of our lives and it is kind of where. Those those little snapshots of our families and and the things we've gone through and um you know even kind of like you pointed out I, I had to laugh in the background because you're like it's cool to see kind of how you've developed I went and watched uh, an old like backflip video somebody put on there and and you want to talk about horrible hair decisions in just a short amount of time like going through them I'm like what was I why was that a thing ever um, so like there are definite parts where I'm just like this video could be deleted forever but it brings me views so i gotta keep it um well,
2: do you ever have the same yeah. do you ever have the same response to like your making techniques and like
1: things oh, you've yeah. made or, 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 so yeah. i see things now because the whole point of like my show is you're, you're gathering skills as you go so we'll we'll do like the same like leather workings a really popular one on my channel um so i'll go back and see the first ones i did and I see mistakes I'm making that eke me. I'm just like, no, 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 not <laughs> all. But, and I still have every like I can't throw anything away. So I have just this huge little storage room of, of everything I've made. So I go back to that one project and I'm like, my forgot this thing. And I have to fix it at that point because I just can't live with myself knowing it's there somewhere in my house. Especially when, you know, people are watching being
2: like, that's how I'm supposed to do it. All right. I'm going to use this exact technique. And you're like, no.
1: Or the opposite. And you get like, just this cascade of people being like, did that wrong? You know, like, Oh no. no."
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's, I, so I didn't have, I wasn't putting projects on YouTube, but I was putting pictures of projects, every picture, lots of pictures on my Instagram. And yeah, I know exactly the feeling. And the the other feeling of you were, you know, you finished that first anything, right? I, my first cutting, the first cutting board I ever made. Okay. First one was a polar bear shaped cutting board Mm -hmm. that I had to finish because I was getting my esophagus removed like at the beginning of March. I finished it probably the second week of February and then proceeded to be out on my feet for two months. But I finished that damn cutting board. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. I was so proud to be done. And I remember the first one I made after that cutting board, I was like, that first one really wasn't great. Like it, it's cool. Like, oh wow, it's polar bear shaped. Like I made a polar bear shape. People don't ever make those. I made one on my first cutting board. Like I decided I was going to be a badass and make an actual shape out of mine. But now you, I look at it and go, "Yeah, there's a lot I would change about that." Like I can see where I screwed up. I can see where it doesn't look great. Like I, I know what I'm doing a lot better now but I think that's almost like a, I really do. I'm I'll die on this hill, but I think it's a good thing. Like you see all the stuff at the beginning. And when you see that stuff at the beginning, I don't know. And sometimes it's hard to see progress when you're in it. I have videos. I have almost every video I ever uploaded to YouTube. I have on my NAS at home. Like I have it here sitting here and there are videos of me at 400 pounds. And I still look at them and go, dude, Like, that was you, like, you know, and it's just a weird, it's a weird feeling to be able to look at that and go, this is not, you're not the same person anymore. Even if it's, you know, all right, granted, we're talking about projects, I'm talking about life, but I mean, it's just how I relate, right? Yeah, no, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. But you, 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 you you feel so, you, you look at yourself today and you don't see, it's like the frog in the water, you know, you don't know the water is boiling until it's too late. You know, I feel the same way about life and projects and all this stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, you don't see the improvement until you go all the way back to the beginning. And you go, oh, I'm way better at this now. Like, I am way, way better at this now. I understand. I understand. And I've developed that appreciation for it. And I think all of you guys, I mean, you're creators that I look up to. So when when you guys are saying you go through the same thing, I, I, it's it's kind of nice. It's like oh okay. So basically, at every level, I'm gonna have to deal with this crap. Basically, for sure. <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> gets a well, little easier, but it,
1: not really. It's, um. It, I think it's it's funny how we both kind of jump to say same thing though, because like for me, I can tell as part of why I like to keep all the things I make, I can mm-hmm. kind of tell the story of my life in the things that I've been making. Yeah. So like, you'll see a thing and you, re- I remember exactly what I was doing when I made that thing and certain things that were happening in my life when I made that thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it, it just, it's such a tight little encapsulation of a very specific point yeah. that that thing represents. Um, and some of it was like, you know, um, You know, somebody passing and I was making the thing just to take my mind away from it or, you know, something great happened and I made this thing extra, you know, put extra things on it because I was in a great mood and each little part of it has a thing that was directly relating to what I was going through at that point in time. And I think that's pretty cool to have
0: it's yeah. it's weird how your memories come back too right like you remember like I remember some of it as I was making it like super vividly like beyond things like there were things that happened before and after me making that first board that I just don't remember but I remember like I remember the night I figured out how to get those interior curves sanded and I was like I can I can feel it like in my hands I can feel me moving the board on the spindle sander and I'm like yeah, it's, it's crazy. Your mind, works in, I, Your mind works in mysterious ways. Look at my <laughs> original <laughs> phrase that I'm going to use for the first time. But You're so deep. Who I know. Right? That before? Someone just, should put that on a postcard. Yeah. You should write that down. It's right? Amazing. Make it the title of a book. But. It's it's true though. It's it's really it's interesting because you don't appreciate it until one day you're down in your shop and you pick something up and you move it the same way and all of a sudden it's like it's like when you touch a port key in a Harry Potter movie, it's like you just transport <laughs> it back and it's it's amazing. But Cut. nicely done you know every once in a while i got to get a harry potter references everybody uh-huh. thinks i only make night rider references on this show but i do make harry potter references from time to time oh, very timely <laughs> so you know what we're in an, we're an hour in and it's already late for well <laughs> not so much for them but for us no, i'm just kidding <laughs> but why don't we um up. we now have we have we have since we have two guests well, technically three, but he's a co-host, so he's not called a guest. Um, we actually have multiple things of the week from our guests. So why don't you guys uh, lay your things of the week on us? You want to go first?
3: <coughs> yeah, I feel like mine's kind of a uh, actually a, uh, a bummer topic. Yeah, but yours <laughs> is
2: deep, so I'll go, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, we are just, we're on the tail end of like our crazy, like, you know, 100 hours a week working on stuff season and we had we finally had like a a moment to play a video game again Ah. which was huge for us we were like yes (laughs) we can relax and and have fun and play games so you know a big choice right so we're we're trying to figure out what we want to play and we both loved this game subnautica which is like a it's it's kind of a survival crafting video game and uh but it takes place on this alien ocean planet and and you have to like Uh, It's kind of like a lot of people describe it as a horror game because you have to travel like into the depths of like thousands of meters below the ocean and there's these giant things. And uh, so people with uh, fascillophobia, I think it's called the the fear of the ocean and and, like deep, deep water, it's like people typically can't play it. if Like it's it's legit. It's like this crazy underwater fun experience. And. It came out a few years ago and there's been a sequel and so on. But these people modded it so you can play it multiplayer. So Jamie and I got to play it together and just like relive this experience all over again. But playing it, you know, at the same time and being able to like go through the ocean and just do all this really fun crafting stuff. Like I get the same. I joke about this all the time, but I get the same like feeling doing video game crafting as I do like making in the shop (laughs) like playing like Minecraft and games like that like whatever whatever is like firing in my brain it's like the same thing so I just love crafting games and uh anyway it was it was this beautiful thing where we just got to relax and like play this game that we both loved but in a totally different way and like re-experience it all over again so so that's my thing of the week that I'm really into right now
0: it's thalassophobia, by the way. I had to Thalass. Google it because Thalass I'm like, was so close. You were pretty close, yeah. Give me credit, credit where it's due. You were very close.
2: What did I say? The, 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 I, 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 I was I trying to type th- what you were saying, and it wasn't I working. <laughs> the wrong thalassus on the wrong syllable. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um.
0: I yeah. I I was trying to type what you were saying, and it wasn't coming up. So I just googled fear of the ocean, and it's like, oh, okay, much better. <laughs> That's interesting. So. I want. I now I'm fast. I, I've been hearing about this game forever, by the way, and everyone that plays it raves about it. Like they love this game. The, the people that get it get obsessed with it very easily. And now the idea of being able to play it with somebody else, like I, I really like that idea. So I want to check I want that to out, VR that'd be sweet. Oh wow! Oh, do they have it? In
3: VR? They do have it in Ooh.
0: VR.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: That'd be intense.
0: Oh wow! It's that intense yeah, that's
1: without VR. So yeah, that would.
0: Yeah. VR is pretty <laughs> damn intense. I mean those I roller coaster those VR roller coaster games. Uh, it's, yeah. You can feel your stomach drop as you drop, and then your body gets all confused because you didn't. So <laughs> yeah.
2: But I you know, it's one of those things too, like uh we, we made this joke in our spider video a few weeks ago, but like I get physically uncomfortable looking at pictures of spiders. And, and oh, it's wow. weird, like it's a phobia thing. And and but Jamie sure. doesn't care. She's like, it's a picture. What's I don't understand like it doesn't She can't like process how that happens. And it's the same thing with this, with this fear of the ocean in the the deep water. Like there are people who won't even look at videos of this game. And then there are other people on the other end of the spectrum who are like, it's a screen. It's a video game. What's the matter? I don't understand. And so it's like this whole spectrum of of experiences. Uh, But they've done, they did a really, really nice job, like making it feel intensely immersive. So that's that's why I love it so much. It,
0: it's so funny that this game is so popular in a world where everyone hates the water levels in Mario. Like, nobody <laughs> likes water levels in the Super Mario Brother game, Brothers games, and yet this game is a massive hit. Go figure. <laughs> so, n- n- not,
1: not to derail it at all, but you brought up, um, you know, seeing pictures of spiders or whatever. Uh, I, I took a girl on a date once to watch in the theaters Lord of the Rings Two Towers, and she okay. was an arachnophobe. Um, oh and I had no idea so when Shelob came on she's like I have to go I'm like why <laughs> she's just gone I'm like what what happened here yeah that was a mistake
0: and then, and, then, and then the next time you saw her walking down the street with spider earrings and you realized she was just trying to get out of the theater yeah yeah she was
1: just like I, this
2: guy's a loser
0: um, Lord of the Rings would whatever would have been fair
1: that's <laughs> right. you dodged a bullet if she didn't like Lord of the Rings that's, that's
0: right You'd I know. know it's true it's a true story um Jamie, your thing of the week, your bright, cheerful, yeah. highly inspiring, let's get motivated <laughs> and go out and do great things thing um, of the week.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I feel like we've talked a lot of deep deep talk about, you know, the philosophy of being a YouTuber and having a channel.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
3: thing of the week that I had was a couple of days ago William Osman, um the the science you guys know William Osman. He put mm-hmm. out his video that's, you know, titled I'm done and he talked about the comments and all of the, the negative comments that he gets and and how much it affects him. And it was just such a relatable thing. Like you could have hundreds and hundreds of great comments. And that one negative comment, like reading it could has the potential, like ruin your day and make Mm -hmm. you not want to do videos.
0: Simone, what Simone said in that video was actually interesting. She said, you never believe the good comments and the bad ones just cut right through you. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was like, Oof, that's, that's, why that hits. That yeah. hits. Um, do you guys, I mean, you guys are so positive and happy and nice. And I can't imagine you get a lot of negative comments. I mean, you probably get a lot of the typical YouTube. You're doing it wrong. You're a jerk. You should die. I hope your house burns down <laughs> stuff. And that's just, just YouTube. Like, We I, get that. The comments are a dubster fire. But I can't imagine you guys get a whole ton of that.
2: You know, it's funny you say that because it's like it's close to that. Like some of the comments are just over the top, ridiculous, mean, and, and mm-hmm. they just get deleted and yeah, it's not a big trolls. deal, right? Yeah, right. just super trolly comments. But you do get comments that are like, oh, these guys, you know, are super uncomfortable looking on camera and don't know what they're doing. And, you know, it's like mm-hmm. what we were talking about earlier about, you know, you, you'll get a comment on a on a video where you felt pretty comfortable with like how you. You know, delivered the stuff and whatever, and then, but you'll get that one comment that's like, "Oh, this guy doesn't even," you know, no, you know, he just looks like he's, you know, I can't even think of one, but just, just somebody saying like that one thing that you had that tiny little insecurity about, like somebody will make a comment about, <laughs> somebody it will
0: find it, and it's
2: like, boom, there goes your whole day. You're just thinking about that comment for like a day, and it, and that was, gosh, that was why that William Osmond video was so relatable. Cause he just nailed it. You know, mm-hmm. he really like shined his bright light on how virtually everybody feels about the way YouTube comments work.
0: It's, it's interesting. Cause I had, I, I I'm not sure. Tr- I'm usually a very positive person on this, on this podcast. I had a slightly different take on Williams video. I understand. I, I think the overall value is there. Like I get, I get the importance of like humanizing the, the person that's getting these comments. And I'm, I'm totally for that. And I think there was some good takeaways from that video, but I'm just going to say this, and this is not as much a knock on William as it is something we need to keep in mind. When we talk about this video, William's made kind of a career on trolling his audience. <laughs> like he has. Mm-hmm. And at the, You know, and there is a certain amount like, okay, if you come in every video and troll your audience and eventually they're just going to start trolling back. Right. But there are people the difference is, There are people who are in on the joke and then there are people who are just jerks. Right. The people who are in on the joke are not mean, but the people that are jerks are just being jerks. The people that are jerks are not in on the joke. They don't even know that there is a joke. They just want to be jerks. And I, I think that there's kind of a weird culture in his comments section, because I've read his comments. His comments are trash most of the time. Like they're a dumpster. F- they, they are the YouTube dumpster fire. And I almost feel like, yes, I don't think he deserves the comments he gets a lot of times. Like he gets some nasty comments. And when he was talking about the stuff that um, was his wife's name Chelsea, is that her name? Um, the so. comments that they were making about her was like, oh, he's so smart and he couldn't even marry a thin woman. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, what the hell, dude? Like, why would you say that? Like, what what possesses you to go in someone's YouTube comments and type that out and go, "This is good." I'm hitting send. Like, what's wrong with you, bro? Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, there are times where William is taking the piss out of his out of the people that know better, right? For sure. And it's like, there's a you're creating this weird cyclical toxic culture and you're playing into it and the people that get the joke are playing back with you and you guys accept it and understand each other. And someone else jumps in the room and they think they're in on a joke or they're not even thinking they're in on a joke. I don't know. It just, I get what he's saying, but at the same time, it's like, okay, then stop trolling your audience for a little while and let things calm down a little bit. You know, not that, not that he deserves what he's getting. I'm not, I don't want anyone to think I'm saying that, but I almost think like, Okay, but there's a culture that you can fix. You can, you can, you can definitely fix this. But I'm sorry, I, I yeah, didn't I mean, mean to go I, off I like to, that. It's just
1: to their point, though, like I, I definitely feel that I, I try to. I very much bring in. I read all the comments. I personally answer comments. I have my Discord and I, I interact very closely with my community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that does breed, for the most part, I have very positive section. I do. Yeah. But yeah, there is, there is definitely those times where somebody just like a laser focuses mm-hmm. on that one thing that just... Like or it, it's one thing, like you wake up in the in the the morning and you, you look and you have all these comments. You're like, okay. So you open it up and the first thing you read, the first <laughs> thing you wake up in the morning, is <laughs> just this thing that completely right. sh- like and you know it's some stupid like they're just this hateful little thing behind a the keyboard. They know they're not gonna be seen or or whatever, and they feel like they have, you know, the the right to take this thing that you worked really hard on. Yeah. Like there's a lot of work that went into that thing and you were proud of it. And even though there's a hundred people telling you they loved it, that one person niggles at that insecurity you had about putting <laughs> it live in front of everybody. Um, and it just, it really does suck. <laughs> it's, oh, it's,
0: yeah. it's all you think a uh, dude. I remember so okay, bad. <laughs> we've, we've gotten one bad review on iTunes one. And I remember the guy's name and I remember everything he said in that review one, one we've gotten dozens of reviews on you on iTunes right that right. one review not because i think it's true but because it just makes me angry <laughs> like,
2: it's yeah just... but it's, psychologically it's like it's it's so it weird is. and it's so intense yeah. how that happens right and uh-huh. you, the thing you said earlier about how you know you, you were having these these feelings about being a creator and and you know knowing that you know kit kit feels the same way and that we feel the same way was was interesting to you like that was what that video was mm-hmm. also where you right. had you know, Simone and Ren and, and like everybody being yeah like, yeah, we feel literally the same way yep everybody does, you know? And, and it, and it kind of just, uh, I don't know. It's like one of those things where you just feel for some weird it's reason, cathartic. you feel a little, yeah, it's yeah. cathartic. Yeah. You're kind of like, okay, we're not alone. You know, everybody out there making content is dealing with a very similar thing and and everybody, oh, yeah. you know, I think your example about William trolling his audience is interesting too, because like that's his way of processing that, you know? Mm-hmm. And sure. I think he's kind of in a constant state of like trying to like figure out ways to, to deal with it like his video a couple weeks ago with the x-ray i don't know if you saw mm-hmm. that where he made a whole mm-hmm. video dedicated to like the shitty comments he there's part of my language uh, that
0: the the bad comments he got on the um he on, debunked on his x-ray machine. he debunked a lot of them quite nicely and it was like yeah this is but that's the stuff see that's the stuff that he used to be good at right like that's the stuff i used to love watching on his channel he didn't do that so much anymore like okay i'll give you a good example he got the battle boss it's, it is. It yeah. totally is. Yeah. Right. It's exhausting, but it is nice. It is nice when he just comes at it with his usual sense. Cause he has a great sense of humor. He has an amazing camera presence. He's a funny guy, right? And when he can combine the funny and the science, that's why I started watching his channel. I don't know. X number of years ago, you know, when he was in that tiny little apartment and he had that ridiculous laser and he was sleeping on his couch. Cause he had no room for anything else. Like I love that about him. I really did. I yeah. thought that was amazing. And I want, I want that back. I want that because he wasn't trolling his audience at that point. He was just making cool stuff, explaining cool stuff and doing cool stuff. I don't know. Jay's
1: point though, like it's uh, the the way you process those things because it is, you know, as public as it is being on YouTube, it's mm -hmm. very like, it's a very small, like, I don't want to say solo because we have people we work with or whatever, but it's this very insular thing where you're, you're in a shop making a thing, let's say, and you're filming it by yourself or Mm -hmm. by yourselves. Um, And then you edit it and that's very much by yourself and you're, it's a solo enterprise until you put it out on the world for people to see. And then all of a sudden everybody has their Mm -hmm. say of it. Um, And it's this very deeply personal thing that you've made that people are then taking a moment to just, just taking a moment out of their day because whatever they're bored and they feel like ripping you apart. Um, And the fact that you know that other people go through it because it is such a little solo thing that helps in Mm -hmm. a way where you're just like, you know, sometimes me and other friend YouTubers will get together and just kind of laugh at the horrible things in some of our comments section. Like, look <laughs> at what this guy put. This is horrible. Like, Why would you do this? Um, and it's it's, it's kind of cathartic because yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. nice to know that it isn't just happening to you. Right. It's just trolls are going to troll is what they do. Um,
0: uh, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how much a little bit of empathy can soothe a lot of pain. Like, you know, just like I I, I watched a lot of that video going, okay, yeah, uh uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe – I don't know. I just didn't feel like it connected with me. Maybe I'm not a big enough – I mean, you guys are much bigger than me and you're in the same space he is. Maybe you just relate on a different level and that's cool. But when Simone said what she said, I swear it was like somebody was just reading my mind because I really (laughs) did feel like that was the part of that video that I just keep repeating over and over in my mind. It's like, I, this is the part I need to do better at like this. When I get negative feedback on something, I need to not take it personally. I need to get better at not taking it personally because I'm aware of the fact that I will amplify every negative and diminish every positive.
2: Just like being on camera and all the other things you talked about, that takes practice. You know, mm-hmm. like For sure, You got to build yep. up a thick skin to it and Uh, you know, the way some creators deal with that is just not reading comments and not responding to them. And, and uh, Mm. you know, everybody deals with it a little differently. And that, that was, you know, I I think the thing that he really nailed in that video was bringing in all those other creators and kind of Mm -hmm. getting their take on this, on the same thing. Cause, cause I think as you pointed out, like you might have an opinion about William and how he handles certain things, but having, you know, 10 other you know, YouTubers on there kind of saying the same thing and, True. and, and the way they process the same issues is, is really powerful, you know?
0: Yeah, well, and I and that's why I, I it's weird because I don't want to come off like I'm slogging on on William at all. I mean I maybe I did a little bit but and if I come off that way I'm sorry I don't mean to come off that way. I didn't think but came off that way. It is way. it is interesting. It is interesting. You know we, like we were talking about before you know size <laughs> size doesn't matter guys, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it's it's just has like, it on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you I'm 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 coming up with book titles left and right tonight. I'm on. I'm on. Let's go. Um but yeah, I think I think that that's really what it is. It's just you know, you, you're going to experience this thing. The only difference is degree and level. You know, it may not be, you know, 50 terrible comments. It may be one terrible comment, but it's going to hit you just as hard. You know, it's, it's not easier because there's fewer of it. If you're a small guy that gets, you know, a hundred views on a video and there's two negative the comments in percentage there, percentage thing, right? Oh, that's um, it. Yeah. It's okay. I'll give you a good example. And this is going to this is going to be embarrassing for me. I don't really care. Nobody watches my watch my YouTube videos. I that's fine. I did May for makers last year. I did the whole thing on YouTube. I did ev- a video every day for a month. Um, and they weren't just like standing in front of the camera. I was doing the whole thing. And there were times where I'd have four upvotes and four downvotes. <laughs> and it's like, why that am I 50, doing this? Right now. <laughs> why am I doing this at all? Like, who cares? No one cares. Every Half the people that watch this hate me. <laughs> what difference does it make? <laughs> so I totally understand. You know, it's like, and and like I said, that's why what Simone said just hit me. Because when those negative comments or even a thumbs down, like a stupid see, thing. See, here's mm-hmm. the trick,
2: though. You tell yourself, so our son loves watching YouTube and Mm -hmm. he just spams the keyboard. And I've watched him so many times. (laughs) He's trying to, he's trying to hit (laughs) the next video and he's hitting thumbs down and he's unsubscribing and he's doing all this (laughs) random stuff. So, so that's what, you know. (laughs) Anytime we've ever gotten a thumbs down, it's because somebody's
1: toddler is like hit the wrong button. You know, excellent. I know for a Don't fact I have little, I have literal dogs who watch my show. There's just somebody who's in my Discord who's like, my dogs love your show. Whenever they're acting up, and I put it on, and they just sit and they watch you. Which to me, one is the greatest, the greatest compliment, compliment I can yes. have ever. Like if all of my my subscribers were all dogs, I think I'd be all set with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they don't know what they're hitting. Yeah, for
0: sure. <laughs> I had a, great a cat. Way to look at it. <laughs> I had a cat. Do you, do you guys, do any of you guys remember Z Frank? I don't. No. Oh my God. Okay. So Z Frank was like one of the first, like real vloggity vloggy vloggers. Like on, he used to do hit him and Ray William Johnson started at around the same time when Ray William Johnson was doing equal three equals three. And Z Frank used to do videos where he would basically get in, get in front of the camera, way too close to the camera, and he would just talk really, really fast, cut out every single breath, every single pause, and it was just stream of consciousness for about four or five minutes at a speed that is not normal. I had a cat. Every time I have a picture of her sitting, every time I would put him on, she would sit on the TV unit in front of the TV and stare into his eyes. Like there was something about <laughs> these videos that just made just her nuts. Into his eyes, <laughs> like you, sir. Absolutely, I want to kill you, sir. <laughs> yeah. I want to eat your soul if you have one. Oh, there's a cat. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Their cats do have that reputation. That's for sure. Um, I, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't expect to talk about that video as much as we did. I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought it to the table because it made me. I thought about it a little differently after hearing it here. So a uh, good topic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is a good topic. It's something, it's something I think we can all, we can all benefit from no matter our size.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that, I, you know, it kind of depends on, I think it's one of those <laughs> things that you'll relate to
1: differently depending on your situation which is, mm-hmm. which is yeah. part of part of why and it's good and- different from criticism like i'll get criticism that i'm totally okay with there's Somebody
0: nobody criticizing me, like, you stop it no one criticizes yeah. you you're well, freaking no, no, for amazing Sure,
1: someone will give me a valid point and be like hey you did this thing wrong this is a better way to do it like i love those those are great i'm, I'm down for that like if you have something constructive to tell me by all means but if you just want to tell me that like i look like a rat or something <laughs> which isn't i mean one sure true i have large ears um <laughs> but like I'm I'm okay with it, and I think rats are adorable. You're not hurting me; you're just being hurtful. I don't understand.
0: <laughs> Kit, do you do do you need help, Kit? Like, are you okay? No, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. They call me Wormtail. They mean it in a loving way. Yeah, <laughs> second,
1: that's a second nice. Harry Potter reference.
0: Go. I just want to point out. I um, know we're going for the hat trick. You I'm do saying it. Um, the Triwizard Sorry. Tournament. Um, uh, there you go. Um, Kit, what's your <laughs> what's your thing of the week?
1: <laughs> Mine is a simple one. It kind of it kind of dovetails in with that whole like finding time to do things that you just like to do mm-hmm. uh, for mental, you know, help. Um, so my my editor slash co-owner of Skill Tree, Maddie decided to do her very first episode like she was on camera from the start to the end. She wrote the episode. She she started it. Um, and that was great one because I'm super proud of her. It's hard to get on camera and she was nervous about it and stuff and she she crushed it. She did a great job. Um, but the other side of it was like I got to take that time and do whatever I wanted to do um which was also play video games they played little nightmares and it was great it was so good sweet yeah so that that was my thing of the week
0: that made me super happy the open to that video is great by the way the split screen it's just (laughs) it's so good it's so freaking good. Like, I don't know, for someone that's never been on camera before, she sure has a nice camera presence. I think she, you You know what? We got to get her, we got to get her some better camera equipment. We got to get her to do more yeah, videos Yeah, no, now. that's
1: happening now. I'm going to, yeah. I'm getting her some camera equipment. And, and um, yeah, that was shot last night. Like she was in the middle of editing. She's like, <laughs> I need a way to open this thing. So we just kind of talked about it and then we laughed about it. And then 10 minutes later, I had the, it uploaded to her. I'm like, use this.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> it it worked was out. It's really good. It's I. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Dungeons and Dragons is not my thing. When you told yeah. me it was like what video it was, I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize it was. And I watched the first few minutes of it, and I'm like, okay, this is actually really good. Like, I might, I might actually watch it, even though I know nothing about D and D because she does have a really good camera presence. She's actually got a. Yes, you know, some people have that voice that just uh, works yeah. on a VO. She's got that voice.
1: So she's also our DM and um, like, she's really good at doing voices as well. So ah. it, it works out really
0: well. Yeah. That's Excellent. the, that's gotta be a video, how to be a good DM, because I feel like that's, I see people kind of batting that around a lot. So there you go.
1: And we've been in her game for four years. Same wow. Game. Nice. So, wow. You know, she's doing a real good job.
0: Damn. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like finding a it's like finding a therapist that works for you, right? You find a DM that works for you, you stick with yeah, it. That is
2: absolutely the case. Yeah. You, really you find is. a good
0: D&D yeah. party, you never look back. You, you nope, stick with them. They're so hard to find. <laughs> um, my thing of the week this week. <laughs> I almost I almost don't want to say it because it's so typical of me. It's Night Rider related. <laughs> 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 it's always Night Rider related. Um, okay. I so get you a Hasselhoff poster. So the channel. There's like the main. Well, you never know. You don't want to hassle the Hoff. Um, there's <sighs> a there's a YouTube channel that I've talked about on this very show called Night Rider Historians, and they have a Patreon, and they had a doc, They released a documentary in 2016 for their patrons. Um, it was basically – so they – between AJ and, AJ and Joe are the two owners of Knight Rider Historians, and they own two screen-used kits from Knight Rider. Two of them. Not one. Two. It's hard enough to get one because most wow. of them were destroyed. They have two of them. Um, and the one that's in Joe's garage, the one that he has, they did the whole – they did a whole video – documenting how they discovered that the car existed all the way through the restoration process. Not they didn't go into the nitty gritty of the, re, of the resto just a lot of, cause that's a lot of that's on the channel. Um, but how they found the car, how they got it, how they basically put it together. And then what happened to the car after they finished it? Like in, uh, was it 2018? I think it was, they said they, um, they reunited David Hasselhoff with that car. And he was in it for the first time since 1986, which is wow. kind of cool. Um, but it was it's it's a screen used kit, and you get to see when you see the condition that this car was in when they got it, it it just breaks your heart, and it makes you wonder how much other cool Hollywood stuff, you know that that has been that's been used and loved and becomes iconic over the years. How much of that stuff just ended up in junkyards and salvage yards or car crushers, and it's it's yeah. really really sad. But you know story has a happy ending. The car runs it runs pretty well. i mean it's a eighty was it an eighty four or eighty five firebird, so it drives like crap, but it's a beautiful car, you know, and mm-hmm. they restored it down to they they tried to keep as much original as they could. It's a really cool video. It's about a half hour long. If you're a Knight Rider junkie like me, you'll really enjoy it. If you're not, it's kind of cool just seeing what happened to the car and how they went about figuring out that it was, in fact, the right car. So I'll have the link to that in the show notes.
1: I think we should have a poll of exactly how much of your audience are Knight Rider junkies. You started a, a night Rider podcast. <laughs> Dude. I mean, it'd be,
0: it'd you know, I, I actually asked Joe. I actually asked <laughs> Joe to come on this show because they've done so much resto work. I'm like, he'd be perfect for Because We Make. And he didn't answer me. I'm very hurt. Oh, so yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a lot of people that just don't answer. At least, I don't mind. Like I said beforehand, I don't mind the no's. I really hate the no answers. <laughs> like, <laughs> just say no. It's okay. Just, uh, I'm not.
2: Assume you went to spam and email them again. I, I've done that. You know, I'm just going to tell four you, <laughs> I'm not going <gonna laughs> to say who. a lawyer contacts you.
0: <laughs> I'm totally not going to say who, but there was one person who I've been trying to get on this podcast for three months and I just kept hitting him up on Instagram and hitting him up on Instagram and hitting him up on Instagram. And then randomly last week I got a message. Oh, Hey man. Yeah, sure. I'll do your podcast. I hadn't even messaged. I haven't messaged him in like two weeks and he just goes, yeah sure i'll do your podcast let's figure out a day you you tell me the day dude i'm there (laughs) um you know who else i'm there for i'm there for the people that make this show financially possible and that includes leanne and nick from hemlock and Hyde, dave from atomic airship works emily joyce ed from ed's clocks and more rory from rll woodworks chris from full steam designs jeff stein aka a weird guy Debbie Haddock, Jerry Hyduke, Joey from JH Custom Woodcraft, Dean Duplantis, Jacob Anguiano from Native Sun Wood Art, Robert J. Keller, Scott from Dad It Yourself DIY, the one and only Grant Alexander, Tony Langer from Langerworks, Jacob from Other Dog Designs, Jake from imakejake.com, my buddy Big Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, Justin Ofler, a.k.a. Bear Maked, Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks, Adam Mackey, Maker Mackey and Clamp, uh, Kim and Garrett, Andrew Richard from Andrew Richard Makes and Kellen Hazlip from Kellen Makes. You guys make this show financially possible and we really appreciate it. If you can't support the show financially, feel free to leave a review, share the show, give it to someone who might enjoy it because you know what? That helps the show grow Almost as much as financial support. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We really do appreciate any amount of support you give, however you give it. Um, we haven't done 121 episodes on fumes. We've done it because you guys keep supporting the show. And we really, really appreciate it. And if there was a way to give you all a hug, I would do it. You know who else I want to give a hug to? Our guests. Our, you guys are awesome. And I really, really appreciate you giving us so much of your time. I know you know, you run around chasing kids and you got to come, come talk to some jerk from New York and some jerk from Massachusetts um, well, when you should be you resting watching TV. <laughs> well, I was going to say some rat from Massachusetts, but I didn't want to break I, your heart.
1: Again, it doesn't bother me. It's fine, but
0: you're a jerk. I mean, Ears, on, they're yeah. nice. They're royal. They're regal. They're huge. If I run fast <laughs> enough, I will fly. Um, I've um, come to terms with this. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> but seriously, thank you guys so much. I mean, I've... I might've had a little bit of a fanboy moment when you guys said you would do it because I really, I had been watching your channel for a long time and it was just really cool to, in fact, I, I think, and I, I don't know, but I think I, I, I remember how it looked when you guys started following me on Twitter and Instagram. I was like, Oh, (laughs) you know, just like those those moments where you get followed by someone you really like. And it's like, they noticed me. Oh my God, I have to be on my best behavior now, (laughs) but It's really, it's really great to talk to you guys. Oh, it was a pleasure, man. Thanks. Thanks
2: for having us. And, uh, it was a lot of fun just talking about all this stuff and, you know, anytime you get a chance to talk to other people who, who make stuff is just a lot of fun, you know? So thanks a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to have all, I have all your links set up in the show notes already, so we are good to go with that. Is there anything that you want to promote? Do you have anything coming or is uh, uh i know that i know that halloween is sunday so i mean do you have another video in the hopper coming this weekend or is are we done
2: no we're done for the season uh i want to promote jamie's birthday so happy birthday yes happy, to, birthday, to jamie. Jamie. happy birthday jamie <laughs> yay send her some nice comments She'd yes like tell to, love to tell her she us. doesn't
0: look a day over 27 you know <laughs> <laughs> she's and, getting uh, younger every time i mention the year the age by the way i love it you're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> hey you know um awesome yeah, that's that's what what a great it's so great that you get to have your birthday and your busiest season at the same time. And it, then then it's nice because Jay has an excuse for not taking <laughs> you out for your birthday and he can just go well we, we, we do have this, right. yeah. no. <laughs> we have
3: this project yeah we're just have gonna post we... birthday
1: <laughs> we spent a lot of time together i so know i right? figured that
0: counted <laughs> <laughs> november 1st your birthday is now november 1st <laughs> i you know i didn't even ask and i know we're wrapping up but i ha- i forgot to ask what do you guys do on halloween like i mean there's so much build up to halloween like what do you actually do on halloween
3: oh we so we definitely get a lot of kids so we're we spend the whole time like directing kids oh, and cool handing out candy and we we make an effort to always have somebody there at the house um you know we'll take our son out trick-or-treating we try and get him out earlier um because you know, he's still young mm-hmm. but yeah it's enjoying <laughs> okay. seeing all the kids
2: yeah, we have a huge haunt at our house. That's what they call it in the Halloween community. It's a haunt. You know, it's, it's not <laughs> just de- you, when, you, when you upgrade from just having decorations to being a haunt. Is, is a, a big
0: have, you, have you ever done? And I, I mean, maybe I missed it and it's, or maybe I'm just dumb and don't remember it. And either one of those are equally plausible. Have you ever done like on Halloween, a walkthrough of your whole setup, like on video in some way that we can all experience it? Because I have a feeling it'd be pretty wild to see what y'all do. No, nope, we've never done that. Nope.
3: And we and... get asked all the time for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, oh. By the time Halloween comes, we're just so exhausted and we just want to sure. like, <laughs> sit yeah, there and pass it. out mm-hmm. candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah this uh, is like
0: uh, flinging... Flinging one thousand, ten thousand grands at people, it's like just here, just go, just go. Yes, candy. Goodbye.
2: <laughs> if I could snap my fingers and have that video, I'd I'd love to put it out. But uh, gotcha. Yeah, we 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 haven't done that yet, and we might at some point. Probably not oh. this year, but uh, okay. Yeah, we have a we have a pretty big setup, and we, a couple of years in a row, we had the um, local news come out and like you know film our yard and stuff. So it was pretty <laughs> cool. A lot of it's made up though of like stuff we've made on the channel, you know. So you'd probably recognize mm-hmm. almost everything. So. Cool, uh, but yeah, we'll be busy doing that and um, kind of you know enjoying the birthdays and just in, enjoying a super successful and fun season and figuring out what's next, you know. Yep, yeah,
0: that's that's what we're all just trying to do—just figure out what's next, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Kit, for subbing in for Ethan as uh, thank you for and, having me, and thank right. you to everyone who expressed the desire to have Kit be the permanent on standby substitute co-host because I mean, Hey, I'm, I'm down for it. That's what, you know, I give the people what the people want and the people want Madness. Kit clever. Oh. So and what I
1: do is I just have my, my skill monkeys. They permeate all these other little places. And
0: they, <laughs> they put in, they put in I wonder how many of our audience are monkeys. I wonder, I do wonder. I mean, I know I mean, a couple
1: dogs apparently. <laughs> or, or yeah. Right. I mean, or oh, they could be skill Wait. monkeys they i thought know what of, they're doing i thought of something i want to promote
2: real fast sure, sorry go i know for it. we've almost wrapped four times now but that's uh, okay so last year i i haven't had a chance to tell everybody about this yet but last year ethan made us out of leather two keychains that were coffin shaped where he embossed okay. the wicked makers logo on on the coffin mm-hmm. and they're like our favorite things and they hang on the on our, on our keychain and have our house keys on them and we we absolutely love them, and I was I remember I was hoping to get a chance to to thank him uh, on the
1: show, but he's not here. So Kit, thank you for uh, <laughs> you know what, uh, not even a problem. Um, from the bottom of my heart, those things. So
2: yeah, yeah but seriously, Ethan, totally. uh, I I hope you get a chance to listen. Thanks, man. We really love love the keychains. Oh, he
0: and, did, and say he did say he did say he did say Monday night, Monday night. Oh no, was it Monday? Yeah, it was Monday night. He messaged me. He goes, tell Jamie and Jay I said hello. And I'm like, yeah, we're recording Tuesday. He goes, what time? And I'm like, we're starting at 10 o'clock Eastern. He goes, you're what? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't, 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 don't ask. I don't know. Um, but he did say to say hello. So there you go. That, that's Excellent. your hello from Ethan.
4: <laughs> Perfect.
0: Um, actually, it's really funny we're never going to wrap this show. So just, let's just forget the idea of wrapping the show. But one thing I love is watching your videos. And I see our sticker on your stuff. Cause our sticker, the, because we make stickers stands out so much. Cause it's a purple circle and everyone else is black and white. And it's like, there's nice. this big purple dot right in the middle of your stuff. And I'm like, ah, they, they met Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, that is going to do it for this week. Um, Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. We will be back again next week. I'm not sure who we have next week. We do have guests coming the next couple of weeks, and we have Dave Swidock is coming the week of Thanksgiving so that I can cry on the podcast, which I did last year, which was freaking awesome. But you're just going to have to listen if you want to hear actual tears. Until then, have a great week, everybody, and we will see you next time.